your source for stateside views on Everton Football Club. Hosted by Alex Johnson, James Boyman, and Ryan Williams. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the American Toffee Podcast. James here, riding solo for the host today, but I'm very pleased to welcome on Tony Sampson, Chicago Evertonian, head of the Everton Fans Forum, or is it chair? Is it president? Is it CEO? What's the official title, Tony? Any of the above is fine. Fair enough. (laughs) We've got Tony here, and today we're going to talk all about Everton's upcoming trip just a week away. Everton will be facing off with Arsenal in Baltimore. Very excited. And we're also going to, of course, talk about Everton coming to Minneapolis, Minnesota shortly thereafter. Going to go to play Minnesota United, of course. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the work that the Fans Forum is doing, the North American Toffees supporter network that continues to grow. So very excited to get into all of that with you, Tony. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, James. It's great to be back on. It feels like it's been quite a long time and Quite a lot's happened, isn't it, since the last time we saw each other in Florida after yeah. our triumphant Florida Cup win. It's, uh, <laughs> who'd, have, who'd have thought that our season would, would have evolved the way it did? But yeah, listen, thanks for thanks for having me back on. And it's always great to be able to talk about having Everton back out uh, in the US and being able to bring the community together. So looking forward to chatting with you. Absolutely. And preseason always brings the uh, eternal optimist out of all of us Evertonians. I remember the optimism, despite you know certain circumstances last summer. Despite COVID, despite all of the difficulties, we were all very optimistic and then the letdown of the actual season, but hope springs eternal and we come back into another season, the 22-23 Premier League season and Everton will be kicking that off. In the USA for the second consecutive year, I know a lot of American Evertonians, including all of us here at the ATP, are really excited. And first off, I just want to give a tremendous uh, round of applause, clap, 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 to all of the people who have worked very hard, including yourself, Tony, and the members of the Baltimore Toffees, the Minnesota Toffees, and anyone else associated with planning all of these events, which we're going to get into in just a moment. It is uh, no small task to coordinate all of these things with the club across the pond. And just a tip of the cap to all of you who've worked so hard. We, We really appreciate it. And I am beyond excited to get into talking about all these events, but then in a week actually participate in them. So it's going to be an amazing experience for everyone, especially for those who weren't able to attend in Florida last year. It's just amazing to have Everton stateside and get together with all of our stateside Evertonian community. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more with you, James. I mean, nothing beats having a team out here, does it? Um, You know, we do a lot to stay connected with the club and obviously, you know, through platforms like the USA Toffee Pod and, and others, you know, and staying connected with people back in the club on, on, on events and what have you. But, you know, there's nothing as, uh, as as impactful as actually having a team out here and being able to engage that. And I think you're right. You know, there was a, a series of restrictions last year because of the situation that we were in from COVID. And I think that that, you know, meant maybe that we, you know, we weren't able to do all of the things that were possible in terms of engagement. Um, hopefully that's going to be different this time and there's going to be a little bit more opportunity to, uh, to get involved in things. So, yeah, I mean, look, completely share your excitement. Um, I was lucky enough to get back to to, to England last year. Um, actually, I got stranded there for two months. Um, but the advantage of that was I was able to go and see Everton home and away. But, yeah, definitely missing missing the Everton fix. So, you know, having them out actually as well in a two, two and three cities is, is even better as well because obviously it means that 
more Evertonians can get their their chance to see see the club, and and also more importantly, and this is I've heard this from loads of people that are planning on going to the trip. Is as much as sort of seeing the team. I think I think people are just as excited about just meeting up with people again, um, you know, getting together and having a bit of fun and having a few beers and and enjoying sort of the Everton experience together. So uh, so I completely agree with with you on that. And again, a, a massive shout out. Completely agree with you about the hard work that many uh, of the Evertonians out here in the US uh, have put in um, to get things in a in a place where everybody can have a great experience. AJ, Mike, Peter, JT, Alan, all from the Baltimore Toffees, Mark and Ross from the Minnesota Toffees. There's others from the national group as well that have been involved in working very closely with the club. And I, I'm not sure that people always appreciate kind of the work that goes into this. And I know that, you know, there, there's a real sense of pride about having, you know, being able to show off their cities, their supporter clubs, and also being part of kind of the Everton story in America. So massive, uh, massive hat tip to all, all of those that work furiously to, to, to make it a really exciting event. And I think it's, it's, you know, the plans are, are really evolving and I think it is going to be a great event. I think they've done done everybody proud. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and we will be there, all three of the ATP hosts, myself, Ryan and Alex, and we are going to attend, I think, basically all of the events or at least as many as we possibly can. So we are really excited to meet as many people. It's, it's amazing to see, you know, thinking back to when we first started the show, how far the American toffee community has come and can't put into words. I'm going to say it a hundred more times before we finish this recording, how excited I am for next oh. weekend. But Tony, let's, let's just get right into it. Yeah. Talk about, and I know you we kind of touched on our first couple bullet points in terms of the buildup and who's been involved with the planning, the respective supporters groups, the various individuals therein. Could you talk a little bit about the aims of the events that are planned for this year? Yeah, sure. I mean, look, I think the, the principal aim is, is to show off Everton's special relationship with North America, um, as you know, it goes back a long, long way, uh, even longer than kind of when Pracky first, um, you know, first wore the Everton shirt. Um, I don't know if you've read David France and Darren Griffiths and Rob Sawyer's book, T- Toffee Soccer, but, you know, that charts really well kind of the history that goes back, you know, over 140 years from Everton. And obviously that's built up uh, over the years with the players going backwards and forwards and coaches and various other things, as well as just the historical connections between North America and, and the city of Liverpool. So look, this is just an opportunity to further strengthen that. As you know, the club has earmarked North America as a strategic focus for its international strategy. So I think that helps as well because, you know, it means that, you know, they're their efforts and, and focus is, is is also part of this as well. I think the other thing is is you know again talking about the you know the the Baltimore and the Minnesota Toffees. I think they're really proud as well to kind of show off their own cities, but also how we as North American Toffees sort of you know go the match and what our match day experience is. So the tailgates and other things that you don't necessarily get to experience back at Goodison Park, you know, is a, obviously has got a US twist. So. You know, I think there's a definitely a degree of kind of showing some of the UK blues as well that are going to be coming out here. I think that's that's another thing I'm really excited about. But they'll be able to get a flavour of what it's like to you know to to support a soccer team uh, and get that match day experience out here. I think I think the other thing as well is is that I think we were all massively inspired when we by what happened towards the end of the season when you know groups of well all Evertonians came together to you know to really drive that atmosphere and make it special with the coach welcomes and the pyro 
um, and the, the amazing atmosphere in, in the stadiums, you know, I think maybe we, we might be able to combine a little bit of both the US and Mac Goodison experience. So, you know, that'll be, you know, a great opportunity. But look, you know, at the end of the day, it's just about getting everybody together and uh, showing to everybody that Everton really is America's team. Yeah, having been fortunate enough to attend a match at Goodison and attended a fair few of, you know, American style pregame tailgates. I think that fusion is going to be a sight to behold, and I look forward to the reactions of all of the our UK brethren who are coming over and experiencing that for the first time. I think it's going to be is going to be really special. Um, and there is a ton planned. I mean, as we said at the top, there's been a lot of work that's gone into all of these events, and uh, I think it's good to just give a quick rundown of all of them. If you want, you know, specific addresses and everything, definitely check out uh, the Baltimore Toffees Twitter page assume Facebook group as well. Same with Minnesota. They've been doing a great job of keeping everyone up to date, but I try to go through this somewhat chronologically. Obviously the club are coming over and the events really kick off um, Thursday evening. Uh, that is the 14th next Thursday. And that is with the men and blazers live show with Frank Lampard and Everton football club. If you don't know men and blazers, they've uh, been a massive, massive podcast and show for a long time. Roger Bennett and Michael Davies do a great job. Um, and Roger Bennett, obviously a, a prominent Evertonian, really. Uh, he, he he exemplifies some of the, the ups and downs of Everton fandom without question. So I'm really looking forward to that event, which is uh, starts at 7.30 p.m. at the Howard Theater in D.C. Um, I believe that event is sold out. I know there's been some feelers put out that there may be some additional tickets. So check our Twitter feed. We had retweeted someone, Um, but that should be a really cool way to uh, kick off Everton's U S journey this year. Yeah, no, that should be fantastic. As you said, you know, Rogers, um, I think Rogers played his own role in kind of raising the profile of Everton out here through the show as well. So, and he's, you know, he's good fun. We, we saw him actually out in, um, in, uh, in, in, in LA uh, with the uh, NBC, uh, fan fest and he was you know he was he was great really took time out to spend time with the Evertonians so yeah he should be good but yeah you're right that sold out really quickly um so um you know keep your eye on Twitter if there's any spare tickets knocking around I think one thing that they have also announced um this week is that there's going to be like an after show party um a, a bar not far away as well so again all the details of that are on the men and blazers site um so if you if you're not able to make the main show then I think basically there's going to be a piss up afterwards that uh, that people can can get themselves to. But yeah, I think that'll be that should be a great kickoff. Um, really, really looking looking forward to to getting along to that as well. And obviously the bonuses is that Frank and some of the playing staff are going to be there as well. So um, you know a, a, a little bonus. Um, and then uh, Friday is kind of when kind of the supporter events sort of really really kick in in Baltimore. Um, so the Baltimore Toffees are hosting uh, a welcome reception at Lucky's Tavern on Marketplace. So that'll kick off at six, run through till nine. Um, great news on that is, is that both Tim Howard and Leon Osman are going to be there that night. Um, so there'll be an opportunity to, there'll be a little Q&A and an opportunity to mingle and, uh, with, 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 with those two ambassadors. Uh, but that will be, uh, that'll be the kickoff. Um the welcome receptions are great because they they always always set the tone. I think as well for for the tours. I remember being in Orlando last year and walking into the Harp and Celt, and there was just Everton flags everywhere. Um, I remember the New York Evertonians were extremely loud. Uh, you know, surprise! Flood. Surprise! Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, the the place the place was bouncing. So I, I know that um, it's going to be exactly the same at Lockheed's. Um, 
on Friday. So that'll that'll be the um, that'll be the the kind of the kickoff event, and then obviously, you know, we we then move into into match day on on Saturday. Um, for those that haven't got sore heads um, and are physically able to uh, to take part, there's going to be a supporters kickabout at Latrobe Park, which will start at nine a.m. on Saturday the sixteenth. Um, I think you took part in last year's supporters match, didn't you, James? Yeah, I was going to say I missed the welcome event last year, which I was really disappointed by. And then we did have the kick about, I think it was the the day follow, morning following the first match. And I remember you calling us or texting me and Ryan and having a, telling us all the details. And we thought we were and again, this is in Florida in the middle of July. It's 95 <laughs> degrees and 95% humidity. And we were thinking what are we getting ourselves into? Are we just going to be like sweating profusely? But you did, uh, you know, I don't know if it was you, Tony, or someone else who helped arrange it, but we were inside and that was actually a ton of fun. Uh, just having like a kind of a pickup match with a bunch of fellow blues. Uh, good to get a little bit of exercise. It wasn't, it wasn't too straining, but that was a blast. So yeah. looking forward to it again. When you say it wasn't too straining, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I've fully recovered yet, but uh, I think <laughs> no, it was great fun. And it was great because it was all ages as well. You know, we had kind of, yeah, you know, yeah. Every age from three to, I would say, probably above fifty as well. So you know, it was a, it was a great. I remember us sort of playing, coming out to Z cards as well. So, yeah, uh, maybe maybe we can replicate that. So, um, and you never know, there may well be a special guest that turns up to that um, for, for that as well. Maybe we can, you know, there'll be some ambassadors there as well. So we'll see. But that so that that'll kick off. That's um, that's at, at nine, uh, and I think there'll be. There'll be more details come out about how to get involved if you want to get involved in that. Obviously, there's going to be a you know a little restriction on on, on places, but um, you know I'm, uh, I think hopefully the, the the club will be able to provide some kit as well. So for those that get involved, so it'll be you, good fun. You hear that? Uh, I like the the intentional vagueness there, Tony. We all know that Frank's going to be there scouting uh, for the Everton <laughs> first team, no question. Just like the Invincible movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg. It's part of it's part of Thelwell's new new blueprint. Yeah, that's brilliant. New scouting um, network in, in Baltimore. Most definitely. And then, uh, of course, everyone will probably depart to go shower and clean up ahead of the 2 p.m. supporters tailgate, which is going to be an absolute blast. Of course, the match kicks off at 7 p.m., so plenty of time to get drinks in. And this is um, going to be, I think, just a, a fantastic event. Oh yeah, brilliant! So that's when yeah, that's when it when it really kicks in. So yeah, from two o'clock that will be at the um, the get uh, the game day firehouse yeah um, on Ridgely. Um, so this is um, the, the the great thing about this venue as well as is that um, that all of the proceeds, so all of the sort of food and, and drink proceeds go to to the fire union as well. So um, you know you can have fun, drink lots, um, sensibly obviously, um, but also you know uh, the proceeds will go to a great cause as well. Um, and there's a, again, there's a, a series of things that I think are planned during that that, that tailgate as well. Um, you know, no, I think there's, there's going to be you know some fan media there. I know you guys are going to be there. Uh, again, I think you know we'll we'll probably see an ambassador or two sort of pop along, um, and uh, you know hopefully everybody can start uh, you know start having a few drinks before before we then go into kind of a march to the game that will uh, will happen at around um, six o'clock. So that's about an hour before kickoff. The plan then is for everybody to to make their way, um, you know, from the firehouse right across to, to the stadium. It's not far at all. So um, I know that there's um, there's been lots of work to get lots of banners and, and other things. And again, this might be where we, we get a little sample of our Goodison experience as well. Um, and that will take us 
right up until kickoff. Yeah, this is our chance. This is our chance to all you people who are attending in Baltimore and in Minneapolis. Uh, to we all saw the scenes last year outside Goodison on Goodison Road, the smoke bombs, the flares, etc. I don't know if anyone has been on uh, flare procurement duty, but uh, at the very least, we'll be able to create some kind of atmosphere for the team as they arrive and then the march to the stadium really show those gooners, American gooners, what it's all about, because I, I have a feeling that we can uh, upstage them quite, quite impressively if we do our bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. One, one other little quick plug as well as is that there'll be, I don't know if people have seen the, um, the, uh, the exclusive tour scarfs that the North, North American Toffee supporters community have developed. Um, so a lot of those were on pre-order, but there will be some available to buy, um, the event as well uh, and again all the proceeds of that will go but they'll be split between a charity in in baltimore uh, and one in minnesota as well so uh, chance to get to, to get those scarves as well uh, and I, i'm sure again there'll be loads of giveaways and other things there'll be club personnel at the, at the at the tailgate as well and then i think after the game and after we've battered arsenal um seen all our new signings i'm sure they'll all be done before yeah baltimore can be uh, a busy week for yeah, exactly. Exactly. The plan then is to get back to the firehouse afterwards, where there'll be more celebration and drinking and uh, partying. I'm sure. Celebrate, celebrate the glorious victory, and it's going to exactly. be uh, going to be very enjoyable. So that's a very full day. Nine a.m. to who knows when the party's going to end. That'll be uh, that'll be very very special and a lot of fun. And then uh, the morning after that, Tony. I don't know if we wanted to talk. I think there's some other potential events being planned. And just to be clear, there are still some kind of balls up in the air in terms of planning. So even this recording, maybe uh, there may be some additional stuff coming out by the time you're listening. So stay tuned on the Baltimore Toffees and Minnesota Toffees, Twitter feeds and socials for the latest and greatest. But we will also put the general itinerary in the description of this episode if you want an easy reference. Yeah, yeah, no. I think I know the Baltimore Toffees are, um, are planning a, a smaller kind of farewell uh, brunch at their um, the local sort of meetup place that they meet every week to watch the game. I know that that's um, you know it's a much smaller venue, so I think numbers will be will be restricted there. But um, I know the guys will release the details on that in the next uh, you know, probably in the next couple of days on uh, how to get involved in that. If people again, if people have recovered and they want to want to be part of that, um, and then I guess people will then start. Um, you know, for those that are moving on to Minnesota, they'll start making their plans then to head across to to, to Minnesota. Yeah, and I'm I'm very disappointed that I'm not able to to make the trip and see both matches. But for those that are going to attend both or even just the match in Minnesota, Tony, let's talk about um, kind of the rundown of events that will transpire there. Yeah, just before we do that, is it right that this is actually going to in Baltimore? This is going to be the first time that you. Um, you guys are going to be together in person for the first time. Yeah, it's funny. We've we've all been together in different combinations. Obviously, Alex and I went to Liverpool together. We spent 10 days in the UK and Ireland. And then Ryan and I were obviously in Baltimore, or excuse me, in Florida last year. So, And then you know, Ryan and Alex have met separately. So this will be the first time the three of us come together. And who knows what could happen? It could It could be just totally go off the rails i think it's going to be a ton of fun and we're we're hoping to get some really cool content recorded um with people and and obviously have the opportunity if you're around we'll be at the tailgate so come find us we'll have as alex said last episode we have some stickers to give out to people we'd love to meet you we'd love to say hi 
chat with you. So don't be shy. And if uh, you have any questions, feel free to just reach out to us on social media. But yeah, it's going to be very cool to have all three of us in the same location. After doing this show for, you know, three years for myself, two years for Ryan and three and a half years for Alex. So going to be very special. Wow. We'll have to be some... um... Have to be some commemorative effort to uh, to to acknowledge uh, the bringing together of the the toffee pod hosts. Yeah, I hope I remember it. I hope I don't have too many beers and just forget the whole thing. It it might just be one big three day blur, but we'll see. I'm sure it will be. Anyway, Minnesota. Um, so again, there's um, some of the details are still being finalised, but uh, Mark and Ross and the team from the Minnesota Toffees there'll be a welcome reception at their host bar, which is uh, called La Doña Cerveceria. Um, brewery which is on for a month uh, that will kick off again around six o'clock again um, the plan there is is that there'll be ambassadors that will that will be there in attendance so there'll be a uh, an event on 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 the Monday evening um, on the Tuesday um, as I say I think there are there are a few discussions still ongoing around you know potentially another supporters match and and, and a couple of other things again they're, they're still in the mix uh, at the moment uh, I think there will also be, or there is likely to be, um, a broader kind of fan uh, engagement event um, uh, that, 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 that evening as well. Uh, I know that the club is working on something there, and you know, hopefully that will get tied down and announced in the next uh, in the next few days. So there'll be something else that you know people can get, can get involved in uh, on the Tuesday, and then Wednesday we we head into into match day again. Um, again, there's a there's a, another pre-match gathering um, that's going to be at the Blackstack Brewery, um, which again is not that far from um, from Minnesota United Stadium. Um, so there'll be an opportunity to gather there from around about four o'clock in the afternoon, uh, get all the Blues together, and again there'll be a similar kind of you know march to the match, and and then um, we'll obviously go and play against them. Adrian Heath's Minnesota United, yeah. That's gonna be a it's gonna be a very very cool event, and uh, to see how EFC stacks up against some of the MLS's finest, it's gonna be a and obviously Everton the Everton connection very special. So yeah, uh, it's gonna be a good time, and you'll be there, Tony, for all of this. You're gonna be traveling like a madman. You mentioned off air that you're gonna then immediately from Minneapolis head over to the UK. So you've got uh, quite the busy couple weeks. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. It's going to be a really exciting uh, couple of weeks, actually. So yeah, I'll be I'll be coming over with um, with one of my sons who's having mad. You've met you met Charlie. Um, yeah. we'll be we'll be we'll be heading out uh, next week, and then yeah, it's it's great for us, yeah, because you know we we finish our trip with um, getting back home to see you know family, which is uh, which is always brilliant. Um, so we're looking forward to that as well. I've got one last plug as well for something that's going to be happening sure. at the walls of the tour, which is. I don't know if you've seen last year, we, the supporters community launched the um, Everton uh, North American All-Star Awards Yes, uh, to recognise um, both a trailblazer, so that's kind of an, you know, a non-player, but somebody that sort of had a significant impact in cementing Everton's sort of awareness and branding and connections out here that went to Dr. David France, um, who, is, as I mentioned earlier, has done so much to, 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 to build uh, Everton out here. Uh, and then Tim Howard was obviously the the inaugural winner of the kind of player coach manager uh, award. So we launched this year's awards uh, last week. So there's a there's a, a short list of four people in the running this year. Um, it's all on the Everton website. So 
people in the running, the nominations that were decided upon by an advisory committee from the supporters community are uh, Sanchez Zoy, so um, Thomas Radzinski, Steve Sargent, and also Adrian Heath. So there are some names that might be more familiar with people, but I'd encourage people to go and have a look on the event website and learn about those names that they don't, because, you know, again, part of this is to, you know, highlight the the strong links that we've got and then it's not always the obvious names that, that we know so yeah that'll be um the voting is for that is underway now so we'll be announcing the winners for that as well uh, during the course of the next week fantastic yeah that's a that's a great initiative and very cool to have the awards centered around those who've contributed to this amazing american toffee community i mean tony i, I even reflect just a few years ago when you first came on the show and you were looking to get a seat on the fans forum, and here we are a couple of years later, you're the chairman, CEO, executive, whatever you want to call it, of the fans forum and the amazing work that you've done um, with sort of linking up these various supporters groups and kind of, you know, stronger as a unit, we're all, all, everyone pulling in one direction and kind of a cohesive as part of a cohesive strategy. So with that, could you talk a little bit about um, the North American Toffees Supporter Lead Network and all of the things that you've been working on in terms of building out that community even further. Yeah, well, look, you know, I think it's important to emphasize that, you know, this is a this is a proper team effort. Um, totally, yeah. You know, yeah. The, the, the way the community is pulling together and getting involved and engaged has been has been amazing. Um, even in the short sort of space of time I've lived out in the US. And again, I, you know, I always think it's important as well to kind of reference the people that, you know, put the foundations in place, you know, the likes of David Kurtz and Marshall Lamb and, and others, you know, over the years, I think that, you know, that we kind of wouldn't be where we are now if it wasn't for, you know, for the, for all the sort of groundwork and great work that, you know, that they and others have done. So, so yeah, no, it is, it is, it's a real, it's a real team effort. But yeah, I, th- I think we're, I think we're motoring, to be honest with you. I think that we've, you know, and, you know, you guys play a really important part uh, in this as well. You know, your Discord community, um, you know, plays a significant part in bringing people together and providing a platform and a place for people to go and talk, complain, um, sort of on occasions, uh, share excitement and high emotions. I think some of those have been a, a little bit limited in the last couple of years. But, <laughs> yeah. um, hopefully that will change. Um, but yeah, no, we're, we're the supporters network. Um, we've actually now formed, uh, you know, a, like a formal organisation. Um, you know, with uh, with some leadership. So I, I had that up, Bridget Bryson, um, who many will know from social media, but also was uh, the spearhead for the North American Toffees on the work that the ESSG did. Uh, yes. In the fan advisory board. Um, absolutely fantastic work from from Bridget and AJ Rosenthal is the he's the he's the money man. So he makes sure that we uh, we keep tabs on it on anything we're spending. Not not that we are spending anything at the moment because we're fairly new. Um, but yeah, you know, we, we continue to meet monthly, um, that's sort of moved from quite a loose arrangement now to something a little bit more formal. Uh, the club attend those meetings. Um, so we have structured dialogue with them. Uh, we're able to raise kind of issues that, you know, matter to, uh, Evertonians out here in North America. Some of those issues we've, we've discussed for a long, long time, like retail and memberships and communications and engagement. So we, you know, we have a very open dialogue you know, with the club, the club's able to give us updates on those things as well. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of formalized into something that, um, as I say, just gives us a platform to, you know, move ideas and projects, but also give direct feedback to to the club. And I actually know that the club is keen to expand that model into other geographies around the world as well. So so that's, um, 
you know, so so that's uh, really cool. Uh, obviously, you know, we got together to you know, get the scarf. Um, running for this tour, Paul Brown from the San Diego Toffees has been instrumental in that. Um, you know, we've we've talked about Toffee Link for a long time. I remember you and I talking about this about eighteen months, two years ago. But again, Paul and Mike Setterberg and others have have done a lot of work. So I think we're we're on the verge of publishing, um, you know, a website that will hopefully give people in access to information about all of the supporters clubs right across North America and how to get in touch with them, not just if you're here, but also for those visiting blues that get a chance to, to come over so they know where to go. Um, I'm, I get inundated with messages from people from Liverpool and elsewhere saying, you know, I'm going to be in X city or Y city, you know, is there, where can I go and watch the match and where can I connect? So hopefully this will help sort of guide people and give them a, you know, a, an opportunity to get in touch with people there and, just generally kind of improve the communications and the and the, and the connections with you know with, with people and we, we we love all of that we met this week with uh you know that what strikes me is is that like kind of foot soldiers if you like but the the commitment and the willingness from people across the community to really play their part is you know it's it, i mean it staggers me to be honest with you and I, I, I never cease to be amazed how involved and, and and engaged people want to get in that this this week we we met with Roy Collins, and he runs the the, the Everton Soccer Schools program right across the right across the US. Um, you know, we've talked for a while about you know is there a way in which we can kind of partner with the soccer schools program and sort of bring awareness to sort of you know after you've played and attended your program, where can you go and watch and connect with other other Evertonians or learn about Everton and what role can the supporters clubs play in that? So uh, we had a great session with. Um, you know, with, with Roy and the, the clubs and that's already, you know, I know that conversations are now of already happening about, you know, where they can support kind of soccer schools enrollment and also maybe longer term sort of partnerships there. So, so it's good. So look, it just, you know, it gives us a, a chance to just to maybe just provide a little bit of a focal point for, you know, you know, for, for our efforts. And I think we've got, I think there's now 46 or maybe 47 supporter group leads in that community. So it keeps, keeps growing yeah and, and long may it continue and to, you know first to your point about you know the the amount of time and, and work people are willing to put in it just goes to show like what a special what a special connection people have with the club and also with their fellow supporters that they're they really want to to help others and allow as much as possible you know support their community but also bring evertonians together and uh, just enjoy the the shared love of Everton that we all have. And the other piece just regarding the website, I think that that's going to be an incredible resource, um, namely so that you stop getting pestered with emails from like 8 million people a week. <laughs> I think that'll be re- a real uh, relief for you. But I'm really looking forward to seeing that come out and continuing to grow Everton's connection um, in terms of youth development and just growing the game at large in America is so important. You loop these kids in while they're young. You make them Evertonians, and uh, now you can't leave. There's no getting out once you're blue. Absolutely, you're blue for life, you'll be so. you'll be absolutely everywhere. But yeah, I know you know we've talked about this before, haven't I? But you know, I've got I've got two sons myself, and when we moved out here, you know the the network and the structure and the organisation of of the sports sports generally, but you know particularly in soccer, you know you know in many ways it was kind of a little more advanced than what I'd experienced mm-hmm. back home. Um, you know, and I think that the opportunity to to sort of embed and integrate at that level, I think, is you know, has got to be an important part of any strategy. Look, there's other strategic things and commercial partnerships that 
obviously need to sit alongside that, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm sure the club is, is working hard on those, but I think there's a really strong element about how do you kind of develop that organic growth and, and, and keep that kind of traction at that level. And I think, you know, working with potential future junior Evertonians is a, you know, is a really important pathway to do that. So, you know, if we can get involved, and also it's just good fun. I mean, you know, if you can go and, you know, get involved in your local club and also sort of, you know, spread the word about the blues, then, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a great combo. And I think again, with the, obviously with the world cup coming up, uh, there's an even greater opportunity for Everton to, you know, position itself strategically and, you know, and, and take advantage of that and, and keep building. Keep building. That's what it's all about. Couldn't agree more. And, and, Agree with everything you said there. Um, just quickly, Tony, before we wrap up, because I know you're uh, you're recovering from COVID. I'm recovering from a cold, and it's the weekend, so I'll let you get back to your your family very shortly. But just before I let you go, could you give us a bit of an update on the fans forum itself? You're obviously the chair now. Could you talk a little bit about how that has changed in terms of your involvement with the forum? Um, what are the priority items for the group to work on this year? And I know that you recently uh, had some new members join the group. So how has everything been going with the forum? Yeah, it's going really well. It's going really well. Um, you know, I, um, as you said, I, I was fortunate enough to, to, to take on the chair after Jazz, um, Jazz Bal. Um, he'd done some amazing work over the last few years. Indeed. And his, his tenure uh, came to an end. Um, and, you know, it's quite quite proud to be kind of the first overseas blue to to sort of take that up. But I think the strength of the forum is, again, it's the diversity and the different perspectives and views from all the membership. You know, there's uh, there's 11 on the group now that have all got very different and kind of unique experiences. And I think that's what, you know, makes the forum, um, you know, what it is, is that, you know, we've all got those different different views and experiences to bring. Um, so, yeah, we've got, we've got three, three new members. Um, so Laura Burgess... Rob Fisher, uh, and also Jeff Walner. So we've continued, many will know Jeff from the North American Toffees community as well. Great so, guy. But yeah, fantastic Jeff. He's co-chair of the Cincy Toffees and as and also has been very involved and active in, in the North, in the community for, you know, for a while now as well. So, you know, again, great to see another overseas representative there as well. But yeah, look, you know, we've got a real blend of, you know, people that go home and away. Um, speaking to Barry Williams this week, he's already planning his trip to Australia. You know, he's coming out as well next week, Barry, the vice chair. Um, and it's the same with many others, you know, uh, across the group. Um, you know, we've got people like, you know, Siobhan Doran, who's been extremely passionate and a driving force in raising issues around inclusivity in football and has, you know, driven kind of the whole partnership between the Her Game 2 movement and Everton. So, you know, we've got a real, as I say, a real kind of combination of of, um, of experiences that we can we can bring there. Um, you know, I, I guess as we look forward as well, um, you know, we've got you know a number of different working groups. The new stadium obviously continues to be a big big focus for us. Uh, I just mentioned the work that that Siobhan has been doing around sort of inclusivity. Um, you know, again, our, our Evertonians Against Hate program will will continue to work there. Um, Barry Williams heads up our atmosphere group. And again, you know, we've talked about kind of the scenes last year, you know, Barry did an amazing job in working with lots of different supporters and supporter groups last year to, to drive all the work around the coach welcomes and, and other things. And again, he's going to continue to, to focus on that. And um, we've also got to focus on kind of sustainability as well. So, and um, Chris Halsell, who joined the forum last year, 
very passionate about that and also has got professional experience in that is is, is, is built a network um on that and then you know the our usual things around kind of retail uh continues to be a focus and obviously international as well so i think i think for this year there's a couple of things for us to to really you know uh, reflect upon and, and look forward to. I think obviously the forum has also got a role on the new fan advisory board. So I think bringing those experiences and insights from the forum to inform the priorities for, for the fab is going to be really important on that as well. So, you know, we'll see how that evolves. I know it's still early days, but I think, you know, there's a, there's a real role for the forum to play on that. And what we want to do is kind of expand the networks that we've developed. Um, you know, we've, we've brought together, groups formally and informally of Evertonians to focus on some of those things um, that I mentioned earlier. And I think that we want to do even more on that to get more involved and, and also um, maybe increase some of the communications that we've been doing. We've got a lot of feedback during the recruitment process that, you know, there's room for improvement there. And we, you know, we take that on board. So, you know, how we keep Evertonians updated on our conversations with the club and some of the work that we're doing is something that we're, we're going to be doing and also maybe finding new ways to, you know, to, to, to proactively engage with um, different parts of the fan base so that, you know, we know that people can 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 have their chance to speak up and speak out. Um, you know, we, we've seen, you know, pretty clearly, haven't we, that, you know, particularly in the last season that, you know, Evertonians, you know, they, they feel strongly about having their say and, you know, we, we've got to, you know, we've got to make sure that we can provide a channel for that. Absolutely. Well, that, that's quite the list you just ran through, Tony, and I'm, I'm sure you have, I know you have a lot on your plate between all of your various responsibilities, your job, your family, et cetera, et cetera. So I appreciate all that you do and all that everyone on the fans forum does and every supporter lead across North America and the world. I know it's no small task to have all that responsibility. So we appreciate everything that you do to make the global toffee community what it is. And uh, really like the note on just being receptive to feedback um, to continuously improve because that's that's the goal, right? Always to um, be better than you were yesterday or the year before. And I think I can say definitively that in in my conversations with you and others who have been involved in these organizations, that there's there there is that aspect of it where there's always improvement, always looking for new things to work on and things to bring to the club um, and things that you can take on into your under your control and improve. So. Just a really appreciative of everything that you do. And again, just to bring it back to the top. So looking forward to seeing you again, Tony, in just a week's time or less than a week now. Um, and, and everyone else who's going to be making the trip to Baltimore and incredibly jealous of everyone who's going to Minnesota. So um, any final words for all the listeners out there, Tony, before we wrap this up? Oh, well, listen, thank, thanks for having me on. Ben. It's been been great to talk to you again, James. Uh, look, I, I'm with you. I, I absolutely, you know, I can't wait to, to get out there next week and, and be with everyone. As I say, as, as, it's actually being with everyone as much as actually seeing the team on the pitch. Yeah. So, um, you know, let's just, let's just do what we can, you know, just one ask is to, you know, as I say, the, there's a huge amount of work that's gone in from the Baltimore group and from the Minnesota group and also the club. So, you know, if you do bump into, you know, to, to those guys and you know, next week, you know, make sure to, you know, to buy him a pint and um, get him a drink and thank them. Um, I know they, 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 they regard it as a huge privilege to sort of be hosting Everton and all the Evertonians there. So it's going to be, it's going to be a great week um, in both locations. And I, I just can't, I just can't be there to, to really show, I can't wait to be there to show when um, again, now we're, 
Evan really is America's team. America's team indeed. Love it, Tony. Thanks again for coming on. And thanks to everyone for listening to this episode of ATP. If you enjoyed it, just a reminder to subscribe, leave us a rating and review on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at USA Toffee Pod. We will put uh, try to keep everyone up to date on the latest developments if anything changes in terms of the itineraries, et cetera, et cetera. And as Tony plugged Graciously earlier, reminder to join our Discord if you are interested. It's a great community. Invite.gg slash ATP. I think this is probably going to be the last episode before Baltimore. So uh, signing off until then, look forward to seeing everybody there. Until next time, up the toffees. <laughs> <laughs>